there are new revelations about the meeting between Donald Trump Jr. and a group of Russians last year. Donald Trump Jr. admits it was to seek potentially damaging information on the Clinton campaign. But just who attended the meeting continues to change. Now, a prominent Russian-American lobbyist and one-time Soviet military officer has admitted he, too, was at the meeting, which was also attended by President Trump's son, the former Trump campaign chairman, the president's son-in-law, a Russian lawyer, and the music publicist who set up the meeting. You're listening to The Devil's Advocate, where we talk about news and current events. I'm your host, Brandon Condit. And I'm also your host, Mitchell Hernandez. Our goal at The Devil's Advocate is to provoke thought by introducing viewpoints and information that isn't readily available in the mainstream media. It's in truth a conversation where an independent liberal, like myself, and an independent conservative, like myself, can share different viewpoints without the typical disdain for one another we see all too often in politics. So with that, let's get started. My takeaway when all of this was going on is that Someone has information on our opponent. You know, things are going a million miles an hour. You know what it's like to be on a campaign. We just won Indiana, but we're talking about a contested convention. Things are going a million miles an hour again. And, hey, wait a minute. I've heard about all these things, but maybe this is something. I should hear him out. Okay. When you read the parts about the Russian government or Russia supporting your father, did that put off any sirens in your head? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I think this was, again, just basic information that was going to be possibly there. I didn't know these guys well enough to understand that if this talent manager from this universe, you know, had this kind of... I don't even think my sirens, you know, went up or the antennas went up at yeah. this time because of it, because it wasn't the issue that it's been made out to be over the last, you know, nine months. Also, normally the uh, correction of the uh, about the mistake of the show comes at the end of the show, but... This week we make an exemption because um, the deal is the um, audio you're about to hear for segment one. Um, we had an issue with the mic. My mic went out about 20 minutes in um, into the 40-minute segment. So, you know, it's hard to make a, a nice-sounding podcast without audio, right? Um, so with some maneuvering and, you know, pulling pulling audio from cameras, we, got, we have the segment, but... It's a live sound. It sounds boxy. It sounds like we're in a fishbowl, um, you know. So that's kind of an explanation for the for the the way you're going to hear this segment one. It does. You will notice obviously later in the show that it does correct itself. We get the problem fixed, um, you know, without engineer school. So, you know, pat on the back. But anyway, that's the deal with uh, this next segment. So let's get to it. All right. So we're back. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's a there's a lot to talk about this week. Um, a lot to talk about, unless you're unless you're Donald Trump Jr. And then um, no big deal. And then no big deal. Uh, big old big old nothing burger. So um, well, let's pretend that people don't know what's going on. Yeah, for yeah, a moment. We, we and will. but before we do that, let's let's uh, just ease in. Let's ease, ease into the show. In. We'll start out um, by talking about. Us, because that's what we. I got the <laughs> microphone. You can't stop me. All right. Um, so try it. I'll fight you. This is this week is episode twenty. We're gonna stop saying the numbers. <laughs> <of these 'cause laughs> I realized that like if I turned on the radio, 
Um, and heard the host come on and be like, this is episode 4,900. Hey, Joe Rogan does I it. Mean, He's like, this is episode 900. I mean, I guess that's true. It, it's just, for us, it's a good point of reference. Yeah. Um, it, it's easy for us to go, well, if, you know, if you have questions about this or you want to hear our thoughts on this topic, episode right. 18, whatever, you know. Um, so there's that. Next week, we're going to be shooting a little bit differently. Um, Mitch is on vacay. Vacay. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Mitch will be in California yep. next week. Family? Visiting family? Visiting family. Uh, hopefully Antifa won't kill me. We'll <laughs> see. You never know. They're going to locate me and take me out. I'll take your uh, bike lock repellent. <laughs> um, no. So but. that's a shout out to the late Adam West. You're my hero. <laughs> he had repellent for everything. He did. Um, Came in handy. So, yeah, so I'm going to be pretty much. I'm still going to be posting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing Facebook Live updates from the beach, right near the beach. Right. It's going to be great. I'm. I will. So I will pr- still do an episode next week. Um. I will. We'll, we'll still be putting out an episode on iTunes and you know all the all the <coughs> anywhere where you get a podcast. It'll be there. Um. Mitch won't be on it because Mitch will be in in Cali. Um, but and it will probably not be as long as they typically are. Um, two I don't, hours. I don't imagine that I can fill two hours without having the conversation. <laughs> I like and plus, I don't know that I'd want to. I, I really like the the format, the way that we the way that we do it. I like the conversation, right. and, and I like that we don't always agree. So we kind of hash through things together so right. I don't know that I would try to I don't know that I'm, I don't know how I'm going to do it yet because I'm I don't be doing for two hours right <laughs> I don't know I don't, I don't know but um so I would expect a, a definitely a shortened episode um and I don't know that I'll do it live on Facebook next week either um I may do an update throughout the week maybe before I before I shoot the episode um, on Facebook but I don't know that I'll actually shoot the the episode like this on Facebook live so if you do watch it if you do um, if that's your platform for for taking this in over there on Facebook then um, you probably won't see a full-length episode next yeah. week um, but there will still be an episode it will still be up on iTunes I will still you know promote it and put it all out and all that good stuff so um, word so yeah so anyway let's get into let's get into this week and uh, so know so far here's kind of the breakdown of what actually happened so Jared Kushner has decided to update his uh, when he did his security clearance you have to go over all of your meetings and everything like that. Mm. Um, and he has updated this three times now. Right. Or this is the third time it's been. It, this is the third version, so he's updated it twice. Right. And it went ahead and included a meeting that was attended by him, Paul Manafort, and uh, Donald Trump Jr. So this is how it started. Then somebody in the Trump camp leaked out, or said that they were going to leak out, um, the details of these emails between Donald Trump and this Russian pop star who is the person who set up the meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, Donald Trump said, Donald Trump Jr. said, this is nothing. This is just, uh, it was a meeting about abortion, or not abortion, of uh, adoptions, and it's no big deal. Then they said, we've got a little bit more dirt on this. It looks like it's more than that. They said, uh, I think it was a Sunday, um, might have been Tuesday, because everything comes out on fucking Tuesday. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but, but, Hollywood. Right. But they said, you know, hey, we're, we're going to do the story. And do you want to comment? He said, give me a little bit more time to, to get a comment. 
give me a couple hours. So they said, okay. And in that time, instead of, you know, making a comment, he went to Twitter and dropped the contents of the emails as a, in a, a way to try to get ahead of it, <laughs> ahead of the story. Or Which I think if, probably was the best decision. Or if you're Donald there. Trump, you'd call that transparency. Yeah, it's just transparency. <laughs> um, yeah, totally. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. But, <laughs> but I just think it was probably the best, better thing of him to do is to do that rather than wait for them to drop it. But it didn't help I him mean, much. No, I mean, no. either way, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. It's the it's the email scandal. Right. It's its and own email Within scandal. these emails, it basically goes on to show that there was conversations between him, and I'm forgetting the guy's name, the pop, guy, pop star, um, he really right. doesn't seem to be that important to the story, other than the fact that he's the one that, that initiated the meeting and all of this. Right. So he's telling Donald Trump, hey, I've got some people for you to meet. It looks like they've got some dirt on Hillary. To which Donald Trump Jr. replies, if this is what you, have, you say it is, I love it, especially around this time in the campaign. This is going to be great. Mm -hmm. So then the next, over the next um, 18 hours or so, there's a few more emails about them just basically trying to set a time for the, this meeting, which... We'll get into that part just because it was stupid. Like, come on, how many times can you say, three o'clock, good for you? Yeah, if it's good for you, but is it good for you? <laughs> they say it like eight times. Like, dude, come on, it's three o'clock. So, and then right before the meeting happens, that's whenever the pop star goes. This is top level security, super, you know, high intel. This is the Russian government. This because is, we support your father. Yeah, and the think? Russian government because they support your father right. and that. And... I don't know, I can't remember if Donald Trump Jr. replied to that or not, but then the meeting happens. So he went into the meeting after, it's not like it was the, that email, that portion of the email was before, or after the meeting, it was before the meeting. Right. So then he goes into it, uh, turns out that this lady who they were meeting with was a uh, Russian lawyer. She is not connected to the Kremlin. Keep, keep in mind, too, that this is Donald Trump Jr.'s story. Right. Well, this is... This is the outcome yeah. because this is what actually happened. Because, we'll break into what they just, thought happened. Just because and all of somebody that. who is who has zero credibility and has been lying <laughs> for six months says yeah. this is what happened at the meeting doesn't necessarily mean we should take him at his word. Well, again, like I'm saying, this is we'll go through what actually happened and then we'll go to what they thought happened and whatnot. The fact of the matter is that she, this is who they met with. She is a Russian lawyer. She doesn't have ties to the Kremlin. Not to say that they didn't know that. Obviously, they were under the, the pretense that she was. Mm -hmm. So she's just a woman who worked, who's a Russian. They meet with her. They pretty quickly realize, like, this is not what we came for. She's confused because she thought they were going to get something out of it or that they wanted to talk about something else. And then the meeting lasts for about 30 minutes, and then they, they go away. Again, this is Donald Trump Jr.'s account. Right. Well, this is what everyone, like, everyone's account of what's said. That's her account. That's Paul Manafort's account. That's Jared Kushner's account. That's this top star's account. Hashtag credibility. Yeah, I'm saying that that's what that's, that's the what account, it looks like. right? And that's <laughs> so, so that's what we'll go with. Yeah. This is what a bunch of liars say. So, yeah. so this is so that's where we're at now. And then obviously people kind of had their own interpretations of it. So now let's go through what the Democrats were saying, what the Republicans were saying, what Donald Trump Jr. were saying, right? And what we eventually have decided to come up with. So right. the very first thing that happened was liberals and Democrats jumped on it and said. I think the very first thing was this is collusion. This is the the smoking gun to the Russian collusion. Right. Story. Yeah. That was that was a big that and um, and Republicans jumped on that as well. Um, so, well, the usual suspects. You've got your uh, Charles Krauthammers. Um, <laughs> the guy looks like the guy looks like Frankenstein. He's a smart guy. What does he do? He's he, a smart guy. He's, he's a full. I've, I've read some. We had to read some of his material in college because right. he's 
One so of Republicans jumped on there too. Um, not to the same extent. Not so, well, John Kasich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Kasich and uh, uh, what's his name? Um, I can't remember. The, Arizona, come on. Arizona. McCain? Yeah, John McCain and Lindsey Graham, the usual suspects who uh, hate Trump, obviously jumped on it. Right. Um, I think, though, that there's something to jump on here. I don't Especially know, right at the beginning. I, I Before all the details really came out, on face value, you should probably be like, whoa, what? I don't mm. think that... Uh, and now I will say, I will admit, too, that um, when I saw it at first, because the reaction from a lot of sides was, well, this is evidence of at least attempted collusion. Right. Um, when you look at what collusion actually is, that it, you're... It's yeah. too. It's definitely a jump to call it collusion. It's not collusion. Right. There are other things that yeah. could be wrong here, and there. And, so, and I think this. I think this hurts. Um, I think it hurts the credibility of the argument that there was no collusion because there was clearly attempted something. Um, so it just it makes it a harder argument if you're in their position. That, I think that's yeah, all I'm saying. I think it goes both ways. I think that if you're looking for collusion. And do we have the, the actual definition here of collusion? Do we have that written down? Because well, um, I'll, I'll go over what um, I've been led to, to believe it is. So basically the two biggest things that we come out of this is Democrats immediately start spamming their impeach button because they just really want to impeach Donald Trump, uh, whatever means necessary. Um, so basically the first thing we heard was treason. Well, actually the first thing we heard was collusion, well, but then got, we heard treason. I've got this article from, um, hold on, I want to... I don't want to cite the wrong name. It's a political article, and my plan was to actually credit the author, but the only name I see on it is the photographer, so I'm not giving you credit. Um, <laughs> you just took a picture. Man, you're peeking all over the place. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, like, yelling into this mic. But basically, what yeah, we I am just, like, yelling into this mic. <laughs> um, Collusion is not a federal crime except in the unique case of antitrust law. So we should stop using collusion as a shorthand for criminality. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean that the alleged cooperation between the Trump campaign and Russia is of no criminal interest. Right. Um, if it's true, it may have violated a, num a number of criminal prohibitions. Um, for example, if Donald Trump Jr. sought dirt on Hillary Clinton from the Russians, he may have been charged with conspiring to violate the election laws of the United States. And that's the big one right there. Right, which um, prohibit foreign nationals from contribu contributing anything of value to an electoral campaign. Um, let's just let's stop there real quick so we can break that down. Yeah, because that's fine. basically what the statute goes on to say on that when it comes to financial campaign contributions is it talks about no foreign um, national or whatever it is can offer up any type of and it lists like three different types of monetary things like any type of money, any type of campaign donation, any mm -hmm. type of promise for campaign donations, and then it states or other thing of value. And this is where it gets sticky. Because they're saying that, well, if they come up, even though the, she's not tied to the Kremlin, that she's not actually tied to the Russian government, she's still a, a national. She's a foreign national. Right. And that if you could say that, even though she didn't have anything, there was so there was no actual there there in this case, Donald Trump Jr. was under the, the pretense yeah, that there was right. going to be information. Right. Now... That's where it gets hard on Democrats' parts 
because they would have to basically be, have to define other thing of value to include information. Um, now, there's some people who are saying they possibly could convince a court to do that. I think you could probably get the Ninth District Court <laughs> yeah. to, to go go along with that. But I think that you, again, we're going to come up to the same thing where if you go to the Supreme Court, which of course they would, you know, appeal it and, and all those things. Right. When we get up to the Supreme Court, I think that if they look at the context of that law, because everything has to do with monetary value, and then it states, or other thing of value, I think the argument is much stronger for that includes something, other thing of value means other thing of monetary value. Because you could just say, you know, I could tell you, hey man, cool well, hat, and then you go, hmm, maybe I'll market this hat, and it suddenly know. becomes think, a thing of value. Yeah, I, that seems really uh, sticky. What I think, here's, here's where I think... Um, you can draw. You know, they're not actually getting any monetary value from the information. I don't think. I don't like think. I don't think. Monet, I don't put as much on monetary as you do. What? I, but what I do put something on is, is physical value, right? Mm -hmm. So it's. So I don't. And if I was on the Supreme Court mm -hmm. and I was charged with making this decision, if you told me something, it would be harder for me to get because there's no written anything if right. you gave me a document then yeah. I, I could find that being that then you might be able to sell it you might be able to do i could kind of sort of see that well and if you have i don't know i but just the same think, other thing of value like what does that mean if they're just going to try to get more votes out of it that's intangible like I think, that's I think not it's something hard. That can, you can't see that i think it's hard so if i came up to you and i was like hey hillary clinton did this in syria mm -hmm. To me, at least in a, from a court's perspective, I would think they would be, well, yeah, but, like, how do you know that? How do you know that you can trust that right. person? It, now, if you have a, like, an NSA document or a, right. or a hacked email, that, then that's different. That's a thing of value. Yeah. Um, so, where they later go on. I still think that's hard in within the, the context of that statute. We need to see what was left with them, because we know the documents were left with the campaign officials. I um, didn't hear it, because yeah. everything that I've been hearing said that she that didn't Russian, have That anything. Russian lawyer who has Soviet ties was... There, there Soviet was a, ties. There, Define those a, Soviet ties. He was he was a spy or some shit? I don't remember what the He was a counterintelligence was. officer for a number of years in the past, and now he's just a lobbyist. Okay. That's ties. No, it's not. Like, yes, this it is, is. This is extremely. Are you kidding me? No, that's extremely reachy. A like, lobbyist doesn't have ties that's to like the Kremlin. Saying, that's like saying that every single lobbyist in America has ties to Donald Trump. It's that degree of separation. No, that, no, it's like, like, no it's not. It's like saying that they have is. ties to Washington, which they do. Well, that would be different. But what, this guy's just We're talking lobbying, about the Kremlin. Yeah, not this guy's Putin. lobbying on behalf of Russian interests. That doesn't, that's not the same thing as collusion in the Russian government from Putin for right. Donald Trump. No, like, that's, that's a that's, huge yeah, reach. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's fair. But just to, like how they say, like, oh, well, he's Russian. I think so he's you kind of you kind of passively made that. Well, he he's not even Russian. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, he is. Right. Um, My problem is that they just keep. Anytime someone's Russian, they're just like, oh, well, then that, there you go. There's a the collusion. It's like, no, guys, the, we're not at, again. We're not at war with Russia. We don't have anything against Russia. They are technically our ally. You can't just say every Russian is the enemy. You're not. You're the only person in this country who calls them technically our ally. They are we technically our ally. We do share some geopolitical interests. We also don't share a lot more of them. They're they are not an in, enemy. They are an adversary. They are in the United Nations. If they were an adversary, they would not be within the United Nations. They're in the United Nations up to because a point. They have they're also sanctioned the shit out of. Guess what? We're not yeah. sanctioned because we're not bad guys. 
guys. Oh yeah, we just have a lot of friends that don't <laughs> see us as bad guys. So sure, trust me, we're doing some bad things too. Here, here's here's the thing, like you can you can maintain that mentality that mm -hmm. Russia is. We should be shaking hands and touching tips with them, and and like <laughs> that's fine. But you're one of the only people. Pro Rational people, because you're yeah. a smart dude. That's fine. I'm, I'm calling I'm fine what they are. Myself and go they are not an ally. The they are not an enemy. But they are not an ally. Exactly. If they were an ally, they wouldn't hack our election. Like that's not <laughs> what allies do. We've so let's doing... not pretend that it's it's not okay for for Barack Obama to give him a little bit of leeway. But mm -hmm. then when Donald Trump wants well, I don't, to, I don't play politics wants like to that. use. Uh, his mouth is Putin's. Oh? oh, what's he using it for? What is he using it for? <laughs> um, God, man, if I would have thought of that quicker, I probably would have got it out. Russian law says illegal. <laughs> um, but like, let's let's not pretend that we're buddy buddy with Russia. We're not. Let's not pretend that what they are accused of doing, we don't do, and every one of our allies doesn't do. Two so wrongs make a right. No, it doesn't. But right. you're saying okay. that you're saying that this is why that they are not our ally, and we can't be allies with them. But we can be allies with these guys because we're just not talking about it, even though they're doing the exact same thing. So let's not pretend here that everyone no, isn't I, playing politics I and everyone no, isn't doing No, I completely this. agree with you there. Um, I think that there should be a there should be a standard, right? Like so, well, if, be nice, if, but if we're it's not, not happen. so if we're not. Um, <laughs> So if Russia is an is an adversary for mm. X Y Z, so should China. So should Syria. Well, so we, should we start losing a lot so of our allies. So should Germany. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We like, start losing a lot of our allies. There, at that point. there should be a standard. So it's not my fault. Your system is Sorry, shit. <laughs> like not your system, but <laughs> our right. system. Um, right. But but I'm not gonna pretend like oh Putin. What? Right. Uncle Putin, or uncle, <laughs> uncle, uncle Vlad. But that's the, the main. That's the main reason why, because you've heard a few people, not not many. Well, at least say that. But some people were throwing around the word treason, and I'm yeah, sorry, that's, that's just a, that's, that's a far reach. Because yeah, there's there's a, there's an actual definition of treason that you would have to. First off, we would have to be at war with Russia. We are not. Second of all, we would have. It wouldn't be that Russia helps us. You you would have to help them, and then it's treason. Right. You have to help the enemy. Them giving Donald Trump Jr. information is not, it, it's the reverse. So right there, it already isn't going to be treason. So a lot of people aren't saying that, and I'm glad because they looked really stupid when they did. Yeah, <laughs> but, but on the flip side, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of Republicans are like, it's a setup, it's not a setup. Oh, and, if it is, and if it is a setup, he took the bait. He is bad, <laughs> like he's still screwed up. Yeah, um, he's screwed up either way that you look at it. The problem, and like I said, we've had this conversation on the phone many times. We got pretty heated during this whole time about this mm -hmm. because for me, I like to look at things as legally as I possibly can because that's where results come okay. from. And I like to look at them in the correct way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so whenever the problem is, is that if, if Democrats came out and said, Donald Trump Jr. lied, I'm on board because mm -hmm. he fucking did lie. Like that's definitive. There's yeah. no other way that anyone can look at it other than saying he lied about he lied about the intent, mm. he downplayed about who it was with, and he lied with. Uh, as recently as two days before he right. dropped his own, and, and then more people started it. showing up. Right. Please me, and it's like. And now, as we're five or six days out from the initial drop, um, it's died down now. But well, more and more people though. Now it did well, die there was, there was down. One extra guy that there, did, was no, there. there was a total of eight people there, and, oh, and the and each day. Another guy was dropped. Yeah. And I haven't to, heard anything from them. I heard that they were just... You know, and like, the thing is, people. though, where this really hurts the Trump 
the people involved with the Trump campaign, maybe that, and I don't think that this go, I don't think yet that this reaches Donald Trump. I don't know that this will. I do think that this potentially hurts Jared Kushner. It potentially does. I, I really. I don't do. think it does yet. I don't think it does. Well, yet I don't. Either. I think the thing it does not yet. No, but because I think there's, it, there's, there's not enough there. But the fact yeah. that this guy is revising his shit like three, yeah. every two months. Um, but he also he is allowed to do that, and other people do it too. So yeah, it just like, doesn't necessarily it, make it right. But it, I'm just saying, well, and context, it doesn't help the look. No, it like, doesn't. It hurts their credibility. And at some point, when and, they're constantly revising, yeah, what actually happened, and this it is hurts why their credibility. We, we compare this to the Hillary Clinton email scandal for a very, very, very yeah, good that's, reason. That's where I was working. Is yeah. like this week has been a drip, drip, drip of information. Yeah. So with Hillary Clinton, this is how it started. They started with her saying them saying. You didn't hand over all your emails. And she said, yes, I did. Well, it turns out she didn't. 30,000 of them were not handed over. Mm-hmm. And then the, the story was, oh, well, they're just about yoga and cooking recipes. It's a and lot of emails about yoga. <laughs> <laughs> like, downward yes. dog. It, it, downward dog, man. It's just, I got it. Deal. It's cool. Morning sun. Crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Yeah, then it became, oh, well, some of these are labeled Benghazi and all of that. And then it was, Oh, well, I didn't know they were there, and I tried to, to hand them all over. I guess I missed some. And then it turned out, well, you acid washed them and smashed them with hammers. Oh, well, you know, I didn't think that was important. You can, like, wipe it with a Lysol or something? <laughs> and then the story became, oh, well, I'm really sorry about it. I guess I did mess up. And then the so final conclusion was there was no intent. So when it comes to the Donald Trump Jr. thing... We're at step two. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and the thing, the thing of the matter is, is that um, people, obviously the emails in hugely for Hillary Clinton and her campaign during the election because people didn't trust her because she was lying definitively she lied about these things they never could prove anything right and but people took that to them with to the voting booth mm-hmm. and I think this is the same thing you're gonna see here with the Donald well, Trump Jr. nothing it, criminally happened is lo- is what it looks like now they would have to rule they would have to do some weird yeah. redefining. What's interesting about the whole thing is that... But he's also not up for election. It's an email scandal, though. Yeah. So, But again, it's not during election year, so people might look at him and go, what a fucking liar, but they're not voting for him, so is it really going to no, hurt but him in the long if, run? No, well... It if, could hurt Jared Kushner. Yeah, and... Then and if you, they can tie it to Donald Trump, it might right. hurt him in 2020, and, and but we're three that, years out, right? Man. But that's like, what I'm saying here is like you. So it starts with Donald Trump Jr. Paul Manafort. Like here's here's the thing that should absolutely be mentioned. Um, Paul Manafort was the campaign, the head of the campaign at the time. Paul Manafort knew not to be in that meeting. So now we can go. You're assuming his right, level of right. knowledge. So we can go with the whole. Rosie, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sure that like they don't. The family doesn't talk at all in the campaign. Again, we gotta look at this legally. And legally speaking, there's nothing that ties him to the, to that knowledge. So you gotta just you gotta go with right. That. I understand that. Common sense says something different. Um, common sense usually isn't that common, and you, in, in my opinion, usually it's a little bit more complicated than that. That's looking at things in black and white, and everything is always gray. That's fine. If Paul Manafort knew about. If yeah. Paul Manafort knew, and, and they were under that. the assumption that that this, then they should have gone to the FBI before. Be, they should have gone to the FBI before they responded to the email. The meeting should have never been set up. And if Donald Trump, and 
here's another instance where Republicans are going to go, well, they're new at government. They've never done this. They applied for the job. I don't yeah. give a shit. That is a horrible, horrible <laughs> argument. You yeah. can't you can't say, oh, I didn't have, I, I, I want this job. I don't have experience. Right. And if I screw it up, well, that's my past. Not, did not apply for No, he job. didn't. But when we're, but no, when Manafort we're talking, did and Jared Kushner did. But when we're talking, and again, We've already admitted that saying collusion, as far as this instance, is a reach too far. But when we're yeah. looking at an investigation that is involved, it, that is looking at collusion, mm-hmm. um, Donald Trump Jr. is part of that, and well, Donald part of the campaign, he's part so. of the campaign. He had to, um, and everyone was part of the campaign between Corey Lewandowski to um, what was that that girl's name who was always on CNN. Whatever her name was, Michaela something. Yeah, like they're all part of the campaign too. Any mm-hmm. surrogate is part of the campaign, so the campaign is far-reaching. Right. And so again, but when it comes to, did they get in a position? And that's what's really kind of saving Donald Trump Jr. is he doesn't have these security clearances. He doesn't right. have any type but, of role but, in the administration. But what, where that is good for Donald Trump Jr. Where Donald Trump Senior mm-hmm. has to be a little bit concerned is the fact that you that people like Michael Flynn, Jared Kushner, and Carter Page are tied to him. And I thought, law, we, I thought and we got rid of the Carter Page. No, thing. we Carter Page is like apparently we haven't because they're looking because they have are they the hardcore Democrats that just won't let it no, die. No, Bob Mueller I believe has a has um Obtained a FISA warrant, which would mean that they. That oh, they I, have, I would expect Mueller to be to look they have everybody. It, yeah, but a FISA warrant comes off the almost conclusion that there is evidence that. Um, here, hold on. I'm got yeah, it. Well, I was under the, the assumption that Carter Page was a ding dong. He didn't know what I thought, was talking I, about. I think that man Carter Page goes a little is a little bit weird here because at first. If you remember, and you can go back in episodes and listen, like seven, Carter, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> uh, Carter Page was my guy, who I was like, dude, yeah. this. Is, and then later, I was like, well, Carter Page kind of seems like he's stroking his own ego here. Um, but let's see, where did I read this? The thing you also keep in mind is that while they're doing this investigation, they can find other criminal charges on these guys that don't pertain to what they were originally looking right. for. Right. So Which it is might what be, happened with Bill Clinton. Yeah. They, yeah, because they brought him up, whatnot, and then what really got him is that he lied. Right. He said he wasn't getting, he wasn't getting down in the Let's oil see. Office. So it says Paul Manafort and Michael Flynn officially registered as foreign agents under the Foreign Agent Re- Registration Act. Um, FISA order against Carter Page, which could only be obtained by showing the court that he was knowingly engaged in foreign intelligence activities on behalf of a foreign power. That um, seems like a massive reach to me. I'm just saying that that's what's yeah. that's what's obtained. Um, Robert Mueller and the FBI will likely use any prosec- prosecutorial leverage they have over these individuals to get people higher up. Um, and so, what's the author of that, by the way? That was your political. Was that mine? Yeah. yeah. Um, it said that basically. <laughs> so, and where Mitch and I like to go tit for tat before we start recording these things is that, like, I can admit there's no collusion. Um, there's just the We're possibility <laughs> of uh, violations of election law, computer hacking. We went through the violation of election law. That's the one that they might have, but you'd have to redefine False this. statements um, on those documents. Obviously, they've been revised, but if... But, Again, you know, another if massive reach because so many people do it. 
You'd have to get if, if they change it for well, we're all guilty of perjury, and we it's like everybody, dude. Like you'd have to hit every yeah. single person. Just because in the law doesn't work sometimes doesn't mean that it shouldn't. Yeah, well, so you know what I feel about laws. I feel that an unjust law or an unfair law is no like, law. At let's all. like because let's be real. George Zimmerman's out there walking around. The law doesn't yeah. always work. <laughs> no, um, so they're they're also. They also could be guilty of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit. Where is this coming from? Wire fraud? Like, what is that? What um, is that claim? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I guess to me. that's because of because of the communications between the two of them. I, I, I don't understand how that's fraud. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that the people that was that was the article that you put mm -hmm. in there, um, and that was the those were like intelligence or FBI agents or CIA agents or whatever mm -hmm. the shit. Not CIA. Yeah. FBI. Um, so I don't know. I mean, looking into charges and being brought up on charges are two very, very different things. Right. And I think that they, they even just saying like, "Oh, we gotta find out if it, this happened." I think that we, I think, in my own opinion, that nothing's gonna come of it. Right. But I bet if the you ask a liberal in their own opinion, they don't share. Oh well, opinion. of course not, because they're spamming the impeach button. They right. can't. They can't hold their load. Not all of them are. I'm not. Most of them. I have never called for an impeachment. You have twice since this thing has happened. Once after. Um, Oh, it was the most recent one, and I can't remember. It had something to do with the Russia thing again. It was a really right. big one. You were like, no, impeachment, it's happening. And no, I don't think you're right. No, now, I have said that people are trying. Like, I know that there's, like, the Democrat in Texas that have tried, and, like, yeah. but, but it's, I don't think, that's not me calling for impeachment. I'm pretty sure if you go back through the episodes, you can find, I'll find I'll many find examples one. of me going, guys, let's not, let's not jump the gun I'll find here. The, yeah, well, um, typically your arguments become a little more bipartisan by the time it's time to record. Whenever you call <laughs> me, you're coming in with, impeach, impeach him. Yeah, I don't know that that's actually accurate either. I, I, I think I could, I think twice, but well, I don't know. We have to go back. But just like, here, let me, let me, I think I remember some things that, <laughs> I'm remembering, I think, let me revise is that one of your anonymous sources right there? <laughs> anonymous source says, Brandon called right. me sometime, somewhere. I'm the source, I'm the leaker. Right. But. No, yeah. I don't. When it comes to this I, thing, I don't think it's going to come up. It. I think that the, the closest they're going to have is the campaign finance uh, law. And again, I think that if that goes to the Supreme Court, the whenever people, whenever courts interpret laws, context is the most paramount importance. Right. And in the context of that statute, it is four things about monetary value, and then this or something else of value. Right. It, the context is clearly monetary. I think that there would be a very the, long, especially with a 5-4 split going towards the Republicans on the Supreme Court, I just don't right. see it. But keep in mind, and, and while I would normally agree with you, Russia's a whole different thing for Republicans. So Only for John McCain and Lindsey Graham. Yeah, because they're the loudest about it, but that's not actually accurate. Like, talk, yeah. like, talk, talk, to, a doesn't like talk, talk to a Republican not named Mitch Hernandez, but and again, like, they these, probably don't like Russia. Yeah, but again, so. these guys aren't Russian. They're just Russian Citizens, they're not Russian government, right? But intent goes into it, and the intent was to do something wrong. Well, yeah, you could so, argue that against and, Donald and, Trump and Jr., so, but again, he's not in the administration. He's he not. He is doing part anything. of the campaign. Yeah. He was though. part of the campaign, yeah. But so even still, then you would you have, have to, to prove it. To, you would have to prove that there was yeah. that somebody else knew about it, um, right? And again, you'd have to have evidence that he told Jared Kushner, "Hey, the Russians want to give us stuff because they love us." Like, unless he says that to him, right? I and get it. He says, "Yeah, you." I get it. You probably won't get, like, at the end of the day, um, unless there's more developments. Like, based on, could be. based on what we have now, right, where we're at, there's not smoke. anything there yet. There's a lot of smoke. 
There's no fire. No um, frogs. Might be no some frogs. frogs. No ducks. Maybe some ducks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so so you know you may and and it could be said too that at the end of this whole thing it's possible that there's that there is no there there yeah but what is there is do we have the talent how, how this will affect um a reelection a reelection bid because it will I don't think it will and, as much as you and think. I, I, I think that there's people well, like you, you who just don't like Donald Trump. And, and they're I think coming to the polls with that. There's people like you that just do like Donald Trump. No, I don't. I think you just, think yet your base is stronger than it the is. The wall, like I said, the wall, the health care bill, the travel ban, these are all things that I've been critical on Donald Trump for. Mm. I just think that he's going the right path on the other things. Yeah, that's So fine. it's not like I'm just going to blanketly say that everything he's doing is good. I don't. No, I don't. However, I think that this is going to be like a Benghazi thing where there's nothing there. There's nothing to get him on the Russia thing. This is my opinion as we go forward. Mm-hmm. When it comes to election time, nothing will have been come out that's definitive. There is no legal action. There is no impeachment. There's the people who believe it, just like the people who believe Benghazi, and they're going to go to the right. polls but going, keep nope, in mind, too, it. that the email scandal came up because of Benghazi, and the email scandal affected... Yes, yeah, so we don't know where it'll go. Obviously, so, right. things can spider-vein off and, so, and, and do yeah, all sorts this of things. Yeah, this can be a little, you know... You know, this could be just a little right. like cracking the cracking the but mirror. The Benghazi or thing was different. The Benghazi thing was different because there was really only one narrative, and it was pushed for a short amount of time, and then there was the people who really latched onto it that never let it die. Mm-hmm. With the Russia thing, this time the media is involved, and they're pushing so much stuff that turns out to they've already been discredited so so much. Especially you look at CNN, you look at the Washington Post mm-hmm. and the New York Times. They've been discredited so hard on this. I think it's going to be harder unless there's something actually physically. Right. Manifested out but also, of thing. but also keep in mind too, when The Rock runs and lays the smackdown on Donald <laughs> Trump, it's not got, this. None of this is going to matter. We're going to yeah. look back and be like, "Man, that was four years that we wish we could." I really don't want The Rock away. to run. I really don't. I really do. Only I, for the sole reason that Holly, I, you know, he's bought by Hollywood at that. For point. the sole reason that I can start the show with, "If you're some <laughs> that's why I want The Rock to run. Like, I'm pretty sure he could get up there and be like. Genocide, and I'd be like, "Well, I, I really like 2000s wrestling. <laughs> this is just a storyline. This on. is a story. No fake. Pretend you're dying. No big deal." <laughs> so, anyway, I think that I think that wraps up this part of the the Russian story. Yeah. I'm sure there there's nothing there yet, but unless they go for the but it doesn't finance, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't look like, good, and at some point the optics are going to can and, overshower. And let's just the only thing that's saving them is the optics from the media is so much worse, right. or at least equally bad. That yeah. it's kind of what I will say though too is where this and I meant to make this point earlier, but where it does when, where it does um, get kind of interesting is that like Donald Trump is famously loyal to his family, right? So well, he's changed the story so already. If there is a there there, that's how I see it being harmful to Donald Trump. Yeah. Donald Trump's never going to back down. He's never going to stop defending his family. So even if his family is wrong by their own admission, he's not going right. to stop defending them, and that could be problematic for him. Right. Well, he's so, already said I didn't know anything about the meeting, and then it changed to, well, he might have maybe mentioned it to Anybody would have had this meeting. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Um, and I do actually think Believe me, yeah, anybody. You would have. I do actually think he's right in that, because in the timeline... The Russia thing Here, wasn't a big story. Thing, it wasn't the big here's thing. Here's the thing, though. Most, most people have uh, information. Again, the only thing that could most people have better campaigns than the way that Donald Trump's was ran. And the thing is, if you had the, if you had this man. meeting, I think you don't like the way no, that no, it was no, ran. No, 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 I think it ran pretty well. No, here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it didn't run well. He mm-hmm. he won. What I'm saying is he didn't have 
Um, if you and I don't want to use Hillary Clinton, but any other candidate has like 200 advisors, right? He had like 37. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, when you get an email like this, Donald Trump Jr., the son of the the candidate, mm-hmm. wouldn't typically be the guy that gets sent to the meeting. Mm-hmm. It would be the guy on level 20 who's an well, intern. He had who, a personal who goes to the meeting, finds out nothing was there, and then if anything comes down, that guy gets yeah, that, fired. That's, that's, I think that's a little. I don't think it pertains to this one because the guy who set it up, that pop star, was a personal friend of Donald Trump Jr. He still, if he was being smart about the way that this was handling, even if he wanted dirt, an intern should have been the one at the meeting because then you wash your hands of it. I'm not. Yeah, and if he thinks it's going to be shady and what, I don't think he. Everyone can admit that Donald Trump Jr. was dumb in this scenario, but looking at it through my lens of common sense and everything, I think that he just his friend told him, "Hey, I've got something here." He just went to the meeting because it's his friend. And he didn't think it was going to be a big deal. I think that I truly think that that's what happened. And I know that you know hindsight's twenty twenty. Now the Russia thing has become a big thing. But I also think a lot of that's manufactured. But that's a, but that's a bullshit argument too. Like when Donald Trump Jr. said that in Sean Hannity's interview, and he was like, "Well, at the time, Russia was nothing. No, because it started here. <laughs> duh. Like there was a time before yeah, the Russian scandal. Start, that was called yeah. two thousand sixteen. Didn't quite start here. And the um, Russian thing has evolved <laughs> in time. First, it was that they were the ones who hacked the DNC, and then oh wait, maybe not. Maybe they just hacked the election, and now they think that there is some evidence for that. Again, we've gone down that road. They did hack the they, DNC. No, didn't they? That has never been proven at all. Again, Julian Assange says that it was a leak, and there's nothing that say, that showed that it was the Russians who got the Podesta emails. That that was a leak mm-hmm. coming from the DNC. That's but the original narrative was the Russians did it, and then they changed it to the Russians hacked the election, and then they said, oh well, no votes were changed, so I, they but they colluded with Donald Trump, and that's the narrative we're on now. We'll see. I don't think that's going to come up to anything. Well, I think the whole thing is just manufactured. We'll see. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I, you know, it's just... At, at this point, I don't even mind talking about it. Because I think that the more that we talk about it and the more that people talk about the Russia thing and they have to end... If they're being logical, other people mm-hmm. don't end like this. But when they're being logical and they have to end on, well, it doesn't look like there's anything here... I think the longer that goes on, the more it hurts the Democrats. Because they're going to they keep pushing it and it keeps coming up with Yeah, nothing. but... Again, all it takes is one day and one all bit of evidence. All it takes is one day, one one little bit of evidence. And for those of us who are like, this looks pretty obvious, guys. Like, I, I mean, I know I don't have it. I don't have my hand on it, but right. it, it looks shady as shit. The whole thing, the right. fact that nobody can remember any damn meeting, nobody, nobody remembers anything after 2015 at all until well, we woke up in the White House. Like, who knew? Um, so, like, all of that looks shady. And all I'm saying is that the, that if something comes of it, and if like there are going to be those of us that look at you and go. I don't know how you didn't see it. Like, I know that we didn't have evidence, but I don't know how you didn't see it because it was pretty damn obvious. No one plays politics. (laughs) (laughs) So, So we'll see. But anyway, I think that's a good place. So, we finally have it. What may be Republicans' last best chance to make good on a seven-year-long promise to voters? A new health care plan. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell just released the latest version, and already Democrats are pouncing. But the real question is, can McConnell avoid losing any more GOP support? So far, two senators, Kentucky's Rand Paul and Maine's Susan Collins, have indicated they will vote no on this version. That means McConnell can't afford to lose even one more Republican vote. 
U.S. President Donald Trump has hinted at a possible reversal of his decision to pull out America of the Paris Climate Accord during his meeting with his French counterpart Emmanuel Macron. However, during the talks in Paris on Thursday, Trump failed to say what the conditions would be for a possible shift in position. He said something could happen with respect to the Paris Accord. We'll see what happens. Macron said he respected President Trump's decision to pull out of the agreement, but added Paris is committed to it. It's a moment Jabbar Washington has waited more than two decades for. I'm just happy to be home, go home with my family, you know, my loved ones, people that stuck behind me. Couldn't give up. Had to keep fighting. The case goes back to January 1995, where there was a robbery and shooting in the Brownsville section of Brooklyn. One person was killed and five shot. One of the victims, Lisa Todd, identified Washington in a lineup conducted by two former detectives, one of them, the well-known Louis Scarcella. Detective Scarcella lied uh, on the witness stand about the sole eyewitness identifying Jabbar Washington. That eyewitness never identified Jabbar Washington as the person who committed the crime or the person who was there in the apartment that night. All she did was identify him correctly as somebody who had lived in the building. Kuby says Scarcella did more than just that to his client. He testified that Detective Scarcella beat, literally beat the confession out of him. And, and I recognize that at the time, nobody was willing to believe that. What would you say to him right now? I was wrongfully convicted for something I didn't do. The Civil War ended more than 150 years ago, but monuments commemorating Confederate history still evoke raw emotions. About 700 protesters faced off yesterday in New Orleans, where several monuments are being removed. Michelle Miller is in New Orleans. Michelle, good morning. Good morning. All quiet now, but the battle lines are drawn over the probable removal this week of that monument to a Civil War icon and others like it. The white mayor of this predominantly black town says keeping these symbols of the Confederacy on a pedestal is out of step with today's values of inclusion. All right, and now the rest of the week. <laughs> um, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you know you know what really you happened right it. there, but don't worry about it. Um, so healthcare is is obviously the next what would have been the lead story if not for you know yep. the Donald Trump Jr. thing. Um, Republicans set them set themselves up for this. Yeah, they um, did. They've been saying for seven or eight years that they're going to repeal um, the Affordable Care Act. For the last couple of years, they've been touting repeal and replace because yep. I think it's. Because I think it's hard to just say, well, let's go back to pre-existing conditions and, right. you know, a bunch of uninsured people. And to be fair, most iterations of the Republicans' ideas, is they agree with getting rid of pre-existing conditions, keeping the child on with the mother or the father's insurance to mm-hmm. 26. They like that part of it. They just don't like where everyone has insurance. And that's the part I think they have to move on right. at some point. And especially... Did they not learn from Barack Obama? Don't go for health care first. Right. You are wasting. This is oh the my God. same narrative. It, yeah. I they mean, it's wasting seemed, the supermajority. It seemed like the most obvious thing in the world. That, you know what? That, I, I just don't. <laughs> here's the two things that Republicans should have known you don't start with. Don't start with health care above all. Right. And don't probably start with tax reform because tax reform, while it needs to be done, 
it's still going to be the same argument where yeah. you've got Chuck Schumer over there crying about how <laughs> this is so They're mean. killing us, man. It's killing us killing with us. your meany frown face. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I just don't, like, they should have started with infrastructure. That just yeah. seems so obvious. Reach out to Bernie Sanders, get him on board. That'd be a big now, test because then it, it looks bad on Bernie if he's like, no, this is the infrastructure I wanted. It's right. like, well, what are you doing? Well, You've got a yeah. chance. You can't play both sides. So, yeah. but it just, I just. Same narrative. It, Republicans, they, they, first of all, they shit the bed and yeah. then they stepped in <laughs> it because they, they, for, for five, for seven years, you know, it's been, this yeah. is what we're going to do. And I honestly think that a, they're not going to get it done. And when they don't, they're going to lose seats over it. Right. And I think that if they do, they're going to lose seats over it because it's a really hard fix. And unless it's bipartisan, which it won't be in 2017, no. whether it was you Democrats or Republicans, if- um, you're, like it, it's not going to be a good bill because without no. it being bipartisan, if it's, if it's, I mean, we saw this with the Democrats in 2008, nine, whatever. Yeah. Um, Democrats pushed this thing through in the middle of the night, and it was just push it through. It, no it was deal. a lot well, of it'll be good. We think it will. It be was good. a lot of subsidies, and it was a lot of it was yeah. a lot of things that the left would want. And the same thing is going to happen when Republicans do it. Right. It's going to be a lot of things that the right wants. And um, to me, both bills. So they're so it's going to suck no matter yeah, what. Yeah, the Obamacare or whatever the American Health Care Act will ever look like if it ever happens. To me, they're, they both show a huge lack of understanding for the healthcare system and what the problem is. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're okay at saying the problem are inflated prices. It's what eight, nine times the rate of inflation, so it's just stupidly inflating to where it's not right. And Obama's idea for it was, well, let's just throw a bunch of poor people into the system. That'll fix it. And of course, that didn't work. No. But then now Republicans' idea is, well, let's just go ahead and cut a bunch of people off of it. And it's then, not going to work. Not in the 21st century. It's no. not going to work because, and this is where I step off of the beaten path for a Republican. I'm aware of that and all of that, but I think that Republicans are going to have to come to the fact that we do live in the 21st century now, and that means a couple of things. That means we don't die from the common cold anymore. Right. We don't get typhus and. You right. Know, we can fix these things, and in a 21st century first world country, the richest country in the world. It does seem like the argument gets harder and harder to say, well, but not everyone deserves it. We have the means to do this. We're right. just not doing it. And for Republicans, I would think they would want to fix that, especially when they have the opportunity to do it. Well, and it goes against a lot of hardcore principles. It's a hard argument to make the on why we shouldn't be why yeah. that why, why your explanation is the wrong explanation. Like that's and a the hard only argument answer to you make. Can come to is he didn't have money, right? And it's like, well. We can we can fix that. We can do it, and we can rebuild him. Yeah, um, I think what you have to do, and we've God, said I need this that soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've said this on previous shows before, where I think that what we need to do is get young, healthy people who have no reason to buy it to buy it, mm-hmm. because this is like car insurance. You could make the argument: I don't have accidents. I'm not going to use it. I'm the safest guy ever. It's not going to happen. Right. You're going to get sick and die. That's mm-hmm. going to happen. So you're going to want to have health insurance. So what about though? The if everyone ar- starts paying into it, the rates go down, and that's what we want. Because you and I have debated though, like, so who pays the higher rates? Is it the younger, healthy people? Because in mm-hmm. because if you compare it to, and and I understand the argument, and we've had it, and you've yeah, said it may, a million times. I get is, their mindset. Is that like, well, if you're old and sick, and you have a lot of bills, like, you're it's going to be a lot harder for you to pay 
yeah to to pay more money so the young healthy person should but mm-hmm. in the argument of car insurance um the the person who drives shitty and has a bunch of accidents and runs a bunch of lights and doesn't drive with insurance gets more tickets therefore right. when they have insurance their rates are higher than somebody who in in this analogy would be the healthy driver right um so i get that especially when, when it comes to healthcare i think it's really hard to and i'm not saying that that's my opinion i'm i'm just yeah. i'm playing devil's advocate they'd call it here. a fat tax you know right. they would they would say that i'm unhealthy I'm obese. That puts me at a higher risk because it does. Right. And now I have to pay more. They'll call it a fat tax. I think the only way to do it, or an unhealthy tax, or an excess tax, you know, if you smoke cigarettes, whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, which they already do, I think, make you pay more. Your insurance is higher if you. I don't if know. You I never. Off, why? I why would you admit that? I like, don't. I like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Don't no, do I it. don't smoke. I've never smoked. Right. Um, but I, to me, that that's a. I smoke like a chimney. <laughs> that is now on the record. It's true. So I think that. Insurers don't listen. (laughs) Right. We're not looking for you. You're not our target market. Right. Um, I think the only way to to achieve anything good in that scenario is you have to incentivize healthiness. So if you can – so part of your insurance – this is my idea, my plan. This is what I think would work. I don't know all the facets of it, so I could be totally wrong. But this is what I think makes sense. Right. I think that you would have to incentivize people so your insurance would include dental and say, you know, you get access to – uh, every three months, a checkup on your teeth. You come back with everything looking good. You get to file it on your taxes. They check up on it. They look at it, and they say, okay, well, you're obviously taking care of yourself, so now your premiums go down for you personally. It's um, interesting. Basically incentivizes healthy living because then later in the system, you know, it's – You're not going to be a draw on it Yeah, as you're, much. Not, you're not pulling forward at 35, and you're waiting until 60 to start pulling from right. it. Right. So yeah, that makes. I mean, that I don't. Republicans are already going to say too big of government, and normally I agree, and right? It, which sucks because I think that this but, is something we can do. But this is. But, but I get it. It's hard it's to make government. the big government. Ar- it's not hard to make the big uh, big government argument here. Mm-hmm. What it is hard to do is say that Obama didn't win because Obama <laughs> did win, and now healthcare is a right. And yeah. like, and you can say no, it's not. Yeah, but you're never going to go back because if you do go back, you'll lose. Your party will lose. Yeah, like whoever the next Democrat would have been, if it wouldn't have been Obama or whoever the next one would have been, he would have passed that. Right, they would have been able because because in the 21st century, this a first world country. It is we are the only ones that don't have it listed as a right. I mean, for real, it is the, it's the what is it? Is it a single payer system? Is that what it's called? I think Um, so, where all it goes funnels through the government. But it's basically the um, public option, right? Mm -hmm. It's a step towards that, Um, which I I don't think is a horrible idea. I've always said that the public option is a better option. Um, I'd like to keep still. I get the big government thing too, but in this case, I agree with you. I I don't know that people should... Yeah, people shouldn't get sick. Some somebody should without insurance shouldn't get bronchitis and not be able to get rid of it. Yeah, like I actually, amoxicillin. I like, do think all we, you need is we, excess. I think we don't go far enough. Also, in the fact that we don't try to limit, we get behind the freedom thing, and I get it that we have the freedom to buy whatever we want and all of that, but that we don't do a little more to say all of this shit is super unhealthy and start taxing it and start doing more things because i get it like and de blasio got a big soda tax exactly that where that's where we're going in mitch's utopia yeah, it is i supported it i you know i really did soda tax and solar walls <laughs> here we go <laughs> 10 years for the solar walls but yeah and i think that that because 
the fact of the matter is, is that we're super unhealthy in America, and mm-hmm. it's a big problem is why it's hurting our healthcare system is because so many people draw from it. And they do it so frequently where, you know, they're, they're very unhealthy. They don't have, make any attempt to change it because it's their right to, and it is their right to. Right. However, we have to look at the real numbers and say this is, a, this is a big drain on the system. So one thing, though, that just to switch back to the more specific GOP Senate bill, mm-hmm. um, the one thing that they put in this that I actually like um, is I'm surprised I did not peek, peek. that. <laughs> yeah, like, popping, popping, popping. yelled that one in there. Um, <laughs> they put in, was it $40 million or is it? I don't know if it's million or billion. Um, I would imagine million for opioid abuse and like programs. Yeah, that's that. something that they did put into it. And that was part. That that's was, why we got some moderates to say, okay. That like, was I'm, one of my biggest. I mean, whether you like Trump or not, when Trump, when part of Trump's agenda, or when he gets to the sentence in his plans of what he's what he would like to do, right. that touches on, hey, let's help out with the let let's do something to curb this opioid abuse, right. like. Anybody that's getting pissed off at Donald Trump for that is an idiot. <laughs> like you should not be. You shouldn't be that against right. Donald Trump that when he says something smart. And that's so a- that's part of his agenda. I understand why they want that. They want to get that in there as part of his agenda. Right. And I'm sure the White House is pushing for that as well. Yeah. Um, the first time they didn't have it in that, there. That's a really really good. Thing. I think it's a good thing. Now again, this bill is not going to pass. I wouldn't imagine. And if it does pass. Like Republicans, yeah. The thing like I is, said, Republicans put themselves in between Rand a rock Paul, and a hard place. Yeah, Rand Paul is that person who isn't a Republican. He's basically his own form of extreme libertarian, mm-hmm. but he's on the Republican side. And even if he wasn't, his vote would still count. And he's just—you're not going to get him on no. this. Well, he said. So I've been on any okay. form of so this. Listen, he does not vote for I, this. Obviously, I talk about it a lot in previous episodes. But I listen to Brian Kilmeade a lot because when I'm at work, I'm able to listen to the radio, and I actually like his show. I don't agree with him on everything, but I do yeah. like the way that he presents his show a lot. Um, and so. Rand Paul apparently is a friend of that show, at least somebody who's willing to speak to them enough that even when Kilmeade doesn't always agree with him, he still has him on, he still lets him say his piece, which is part of the reason I enjoy the show. Um, So Rand Paul, from his own words, as I've heard him over the last couple weeks, is very much the guy that's like, look, I've offered them suggestions. I've sent them emails. I've tried to talk to these guys, the oversight we don't committee. Like your version of it. Right. <laughs> he was like, and nobody will even respond to me. And unless they're willing to talk to me, yeah. like, then why am I going to, like, I don't like this. So all I'm saying is just talk to me. And I, I do think that as a government, those guys yeah, should, they should talk to him. You know, even uh, you and I. I don't think, I think it's fruitless I, to talk to him. You but. and I are very, yes, but. Here's here's why I think it might not be. You and I, very outspoken, not not very big fans of Ted Cruz. No. Not at all. Ted Cruz, though, has an amendment in this thing because Ted Cruz realized that after he tried to, like, go to Washington and take on the establishment and didn't <laughs> win the presidency, no. they're like, now he has to compromise and he has to play that game. So it's very possible that, like, maybe Rand Paul really does want to... Come to the middle on this because the thing is, if they don't, the Republican Party is going to suffer the consequences next year. People are not because if they pass it and it's shit, then well, they need then they're screwed. They need fifty-one. They're not. They're. 
I don't think they're reaching out to the Democrats. Again, I think that would be fruitless. They've already got at this point. I do point, too, and I think it was I think it was funny because John McCain said it this week. He's like, "We need this to be bipartisan. We should have reached out to the Democrats." And uh, I think it was Brian Kilmeade actually that was like, "Honestly, do you think that? How do you think that was going to go?" And he's, oh. and he's right. I mean, literally, Democrats are mirroring what. Um, they're just what a bigger Tea Party, did. yeah, yeah. W- with the Tea Party. So you know, it's you're not. I agree with you. You're not going to get much no. on on leaning but or reaching out to, what they're, to Democrats. They're pointing to in this case is that they would need 51 votes. There's Rand Paul, who obviously, again, I think is fruitless. So you've got to get everybody else. And there's one lady from uh, Susan Collins. Is it Susan Collins? Is, where, where's she from? Is she from Alaska? Is that right? I feel like it's something like that or Hawaii. Well, I can find that out. Or but possibly Washington. You can make your point while I'm yeah. checking. But the the, uh, the whole thing about this is that they, her and Rand Paul, are on complete opposite sides of conservatism. So you've got two people that are, have very different views on what you've already got everyone else basically on board for, and now you have to figure Maine. that out. She's from Maine. Is it Maine? Yeah, right. which is something n- up n- there, <laughs> right? Somewhere really on the edge of the country up. in any direction, maybe. I think right. she's from, from Tijuana. Um, <laughs> right. So, so I don't know. I, how I do don't. you do, how do you do that? How do you how do you convince one of them to get off their 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 path? I think you probably. If you're putting it up, to I, that, I think I maybe think, Rand Paul is the better choice in that scenario, but I'm not positive. I don't know. You might I, be able to get something from I him. don't think that you're probably going to. They're not going to pass it, guys. Like no. They're getting closer and closer right. each we're, time. Yeah, we're, not, we're debating something. That, and again, they've got to get one of those here, two. Here's or the thing, though. Work. Even if they did pass it, even if we were completely wrong, and two days from now, which is funny because if you remember last week, I was like, oh, CNN, <laughs> you got nothing, you got nothing. I'm like, emails, emails, emails. <laughs> like one day later. Um, so, like, uh, but even if we're wrong. And let's say Tuesday rolls around and they're like, ah, surprise, before we went on recess, we got this passed. Right. It will be a bad bill. So you're not yeah, going to be happy about no it good, anyway. Like, yeah. I really think that Republicans, because of their seven-year stand mm-hmm. on, uh, against Obamacare and their unwillingness to actually sit down and think of something for all that time, yeah. really screwed themselves on well, this and, one. Especially I think this, they're gonna... the magnitude of this is they can't <laughs> fuck this up. Right. You can fuck a bunch of shit up. Even you can fuck the wall up. Right. No big deal. But there are actual Republicans I know, I've heard of, and I see their vocal there saying, hey, we really believed you. Right. We were okay oh, with yeah. you voting for Absolutely. it 68 times they, to do it. Like, we want a ton. It. And th- to do that, to, <laughs> to pass it 68 times, or however many it was, really high up there, and then not be able to pass it once you actually have the power shows you didn't naturally mean it. Right. You're just wasting money at that point. Yep. And that's a hard. That means that the government sell. shut down with all for nothing. That means yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's a, a bad, it's a it's super a bad look. And bad it's, look. That, this is the one issue, not the one. There's probably one or two more, but this is one that I definitely subscribe to thinking this is make or break in some oh, yeah. scenarios. I still I, think they'll they'll be successful overall in the midterms. We'll but see. I yeah. don't, but I think some people are going to get lost to the wind because of this issue. Yeah, I think so too. So we'll see how we'll see how it all goes. I'll be surprised. I'll be very very surprised if they even get this passed before the, especially before the recess. But oh I, yeah, I don't see it. Period. So. No. So we'll we'll see. So anyway, uh, so now we'll jump into this other one. This one I, I think will probably go a little bit quicker. Um, the so. <laughs> Donald Trump, I almost said Barack Obama. <laughs> I, there, you see that Wait. like weird pause right there. Don't I, bring I, me up. It's like, who the hell is president right now? Um, <laughs> I've, my head's been spinning. Um, <laughs> so Donald Trump, 
uh, went and I guess what's his name Emmanuel Macron invited him to France for Bastille Day, which is their yep, their Independence Day. Independence they, Day, uh, and the day that rushed the Bastille, right? And that's that was the day that America and France or America joined the war. Is that right? The World War One? I think so. It could be. I'm pretty sure it was. I yeah. might be wrong on that. I'll, I'll check that out yeah. and put factual December seventh was World War Two. Right. Um, you're right. So I was the eighth. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> might have been one day later. So so anyway, Donald Trump accepts that invitation. Goes and meets with Macron. Uh, Melania went with him, and they met with yeah. um, Emmanuel Macron and his wife. Really like her overseas, by the way. Uh, I'm just gonna put that out there. I don't think anybody. It's weird when I hear people. I liked Ma- or, uh, Michelle Obama too, though. I thought she she was really good. I think it's weird when abroad. people are crappy to first ladies because like most of them are doing like except for like uh, you know which was it laura barbara bush it was like black people like <laughs> sleeping on the floor of astrodomes better than their own homes like that was hey, you yeah, shut that up kind of fucked up that was kind of racist don't say that one <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's a real one uh right. liberals <laughs> that was actually racist right now does that mean that kanye needed to say that i don't know <laughs> i don't know um but anyway, so they so they met up in France um, for I think a two day celebration, yeah. and and coming out of that, um, Donald Trump had said had made a comment about like, hey, maybe we could work towards renegotiating the Paris right the Paris. I don't know climate. what it would look like. I don't right. know what we. He was like, know, you know, something be. something might happen there. Something may not. Like it's, it's okay either way. But it's just interesting. It, first of all, here's <laughs> it depends on how much you want to reach on this um ah. which i don't so i'll start out with my opinion which is like it it shows that it, it shows that two guys that have outwardly not agreed with each other on anything on anything you can sit down and have a good conversation and possibly come out with some compromise uh, mm-hmm. and in something productive um or if you want to go for the reaching thing it shows that donald trump can be played by anybody <laughs> <laughs> um, so it depends on how you want to look at right. that i subscribe more to the first one um <laughs> that like and so i don't think that that's a, that, uh, it, that it it's would a depend on thing. the deal yeah i would think because you know we've talked about the whole if there is a world war scenario and all of that mm-hmm. and i i'd pretty critical on our allies i don't think that they do nearly enough but the one person who's really been fighting especially uh isis and the war of of, me the opposition of what it would look like now it was me was it you (laughs) has been france i mean they've been been doing a lot of bombings we actually told barack obama whenever uh uh, francois Hollande wanted to start attacking and dropping bombs in against isis we were the ones who backed off this time we were like no we don't want to do that so they've really kept it up. So I think they're a good ally to have. And yeah, the and more I, and more I see of Macron, even during the the French election, I kind of liked Macron. Like yeah, I, 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 I related more too. with him than with Rain Le Pen. Um, and he comes off as pretty strong, also. Like, yeah, he does. He's doing the handshakes. They're committing to it. Like yeah. there was a handshake the last time that was, <laughs> there was uh, white knuckled. There in description. They're actually really committing to it. I think that yeah. handshake took like an hour and 43 minutes to, <laughs> to, to complete. <laughs> it was intense, and Macron rolled with it because I think he understands. I And watching him during the French election, too, he was steamrolling uh, Marine Le Pen, being like, you're stupid. Your point – like, so he's right. a steamroller, too. I think he understands power. I know they all call him macaroni, and he's the Merkel's lapdog and all that. But I think everything that's I've what seen, you called him last week. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, do I like call him macaroni? But <laughs> other than that, 
Um, I think that he's just showing strength, and he understands strength. Uh, he had a massive military uh, like parade for Trump. Mm-hmm. They had the jets, the fighter jets going over, dropping, and, of course, friend, France's flag is France's the same colors like, as our flag. Donnie, we want you to feel like you're in North Korea, where you're comfortable. Basically, man, <laughs> like it was a military demonstration. It was intense. And I think that a guy like Trump, who's big on the military, I think he responds to that. So. Yeah. I'm not going to say you're crazy or anyone's crazy for thinking that maybe that he just knew how to get Trump and, yeah, maybe, in good graces and maybe get him to maybe he did, get back in the Paris At Accords. the end of the day, if, if... As long as we get something good out of it, too, I'm good. Right. I'm good. So what, we, what have we learned today? We learned that if France plays him, it's cool. But if Putin plays him, yeah. it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it so, depends on what it is. And I think that if they can get him to go back into the Paris Accords but say... But you're not getting rid of coal, and you guys are going to promise to buy more of our petroleum mm-hmm. in the next ten years, or something like that. That really, because we've gone over the energy and, and how right. I, solar I think makes sense. That would be a, a tra- terrific deal. I would be all. I over think it. so too, and I think it wouldn't be bad for us to get back into it. It At looks least, good it, too. Yeah, it does. And I think it makes our relationships with our allies easier because mm-hmm. I think this is I think something that matters to them. Yes. I think whether we like it or not, or whether this isn't easy because it wasn't the, good for the, us, but they Americans well and Americans debate for some reason climate change <laughs> still. Right. And like there you know, there's a percentage of people that are like, Oh, you're blowing smoke out of your ass and then there's a percentage of people that are like, No, there's facts and yeah. um There are facts. I think they've overstayed the facts. I think so too. A like bit. there are those people a lot too. Of it, but still. But I think that to the rest of the world, like this was a big deal and us pulling out of it was a bad look and yeah. it, it made sense for us, but I still get that the world right. doesn't like it. So now as Americans we don't have to say, Well, it doesn't matter to us, we want to make sure that we're doing good. Right. But for bigger scope things and deals we want to have them on our side, and especially if war breaks out and all that. So. Right. So I don't know. We'll see what comes of that. I thought that was an interesting little yeah. little bit that that it's came from deal. this it's week. Good deal. So, um, so there was that. Uh, the so the next story, which was one that literally got like zero play this week. Yep. In fact, when I found that sound bite, that was from like some local station somewhere in the country. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It was like a small time. Little, you know, like some crappy like Fox Two, like we have, or right. something like that. Um, you know, and but the Jabal Washington story, I think, is is kind of crazy, and I think it it lends um, itself to a bigger conversation about how justice kind of plays out sometimes. Um, so Jabal Washington obviously was the uh, the the third soundbite in that little montage right there that was accused twenty one years ago of. Um, shooting some it's like five I, people shot yeah, one think, person dead right and i can't remember where they said where they said that took place i don't remember it's a gas station somewhere somewhere yeah um but five people shot one person dead is that what it was mm-hmm. right and then he got, so. he got locked up for for that crime that right. he did not commit and and what happened too which is where he finally got released i don't remember what the exact what the full sentence was i'll put the i'll put the article in the in the comment section um but basically he was identified as a person who lived in an apartment building by, by a lineup by by lineup and, and she then, went on to testify in court didn't she huh didn't she go on to testify in court right like against him or and then the police beat a confession out of him right um and Nobody in 1980 was willing to accept that story that the police beat, beat the yeah. beat a confession out of him because no, he's a black guy. He's probably guilty. Um, 
so you know i and to me i think that's a great story i think it's a good thing for i, I think it's great that he got that somebody like re-looked at this and was like whoa Right. There was a lot of wrong things. Like the the police officer lied in his testimony about um, the admission and about the identification of this guy. And he just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And some people were like, that black guy did it. Right. Um, And I think that even in 2017, that's not totally an uncommon story. No, it's Um, not. I think that if you turn on nightly news, um, and now there's going to be somebody out there that doesn't live here, that's like, well, you live in St. Louis. Right, everything's bad there. Everything's bad there. It's not actually all bad here. We do have, our crime has gone up, and like, we do have problems. by the city, and I've been robbed twice. Right. So there's there's things that happen. We have problems like cities have problems. Yeah. Um, But we don't, but, you know, I'm not usually afraid for my life. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, I, but I do think that there is, I think that there is something to be said about, um, about kind of the way that justice is handled. I think that that's, that. Well, there's a lot of forced, there's more, I'm not going to say a lot, there's more forced transparency in this day than there was back then. Right. And that's good. Yes. I still think where's that blue line issue where that they won't cross. And but I think there's also a black line issue um, yeah. because I mentioned George Zimmerman earlier, right? Yeah. And uh, Trayvon Martin was a, a black kid with a hoodie and a bag of Skittles, <laughs> and he's dead now because somebody thought that a black guy with a hoodie was scary yeah. and up to no good, so and I should follow they, him and kill him. Right, and um, that's what people – this is the thing that just drives me insane with the, that case – is they always say, oh, well, well, Trayvon Martin attacked him and everything. And they completely forget the fact that he's being stalked. Like, right. you're just walking down the road and some dude is, like, hiding behind you, coming up to you. Right. And they say... And that's not, I think it's obvious he defended himself in that regard. And then George Zimmerman just started losing the fight and was like, uh-oh. Right. And that's that. Yeah. Um, and then and, plus his demeanor afterwards. Well, been, and then the, the argument, too, that you hear all the time is that, like, well, Trayvon Martin was a thug. Because uh, the, yeah. He's a thug. The, because the first time that, or because any time that a uh, black guy ends up dead, what do you do? You damn his character before anything. Right. That's like rule, you know num- he r- weed. rule number one of dead black guy is like, make dead black guy look like the bad guy. He had curse words um, in his Facebook. What a right. horrible person. So, but, you know, what's interesting, and you you were the one who said it, um, that what's interesting about that comment is that George Zimmerman has six bug shots and Trayvon Martin yeah. has none. So he's, been, he's what threatened his girlfriend with a deadly weapon. Uh, he's like three of these mug shots are from domestic assault. Right. He tried to sell the gun that he killed yeah. Trayvon Martin with. Like that dude's a piece of shit. And there's there's another he's example on Facebook a picture of Trayvon Martin dead with the caption George Zimmerman is an army of one. It's like what are you doing? Yeah. Like yeah, that guy is a he's, is a, a, he's a garbage. He's, he's a, a piece bag of, garbage. of shit. And yeah. and so anyway, I just think that there are there are plenty of examples here. Um, and the Jibal Washington story is another example of where the judicial system got it wrong. Yeah. And and there and something should be should be done about that. I like I yeah. think that there should be some some accountability to these courts. And not the taxpayer it, accountability. We need to start holding people in government accountable. Period. Yeah. Like if you're a cop and, a co- and you do something and you're obviously wrong, it doesn't. You don't have to pay thirty million from the taxpayers. You drain your pension. That right. sucks for you. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, well, and, and I think people can be should be held. Okay. Look, if somebody goes in in this case and like the the police officer goes in and lies on the stand, 
is he not subject to perjury charges? Now, yeah. what you would argue now, 21 years later, is, well, the statute of limitations. Well, that's bullshit. Like, yeah. he lied, and he cost this guy his life. He well, cost him two they, decades. Yeah, usually the so, cops do the investigations, so they come down with it and they go, oh, yeah, I mean, this happened, but we'll, we'll re, you know, relocate him. Right. And to me— Darren is, Wilson? Yeah. To me, it all comes together with people who— when it comes to the thin blue line, they're not willing to have a conversation that maybe the cops need some reform too. Right. You always hear that like, oh, we need this amendment to keep the police safe and all this. It's, but why is it happening? Right. We've got well, all these Well, and at the instances. same time, those same police unions are arguing, we don't need body cameras. Why? Yeah, of course they, you do. They completely, <laughs> first of all, that like completely saves yeah. you. Like if somebody's coming at you, if Michael Brown is running at you in the streets and you have a body camera on, right. everybody can see that and everybody can go, well, it sucks that he died, yeah. but clearly now, like w- you don't run at a cop. Yeah. Um, I watch a lot of Police the Police. Mm-hmm. Now they're pretty radical on, yeah, they on are. there. I used to follow them. and yeah. then The I just... story is what I, I – I go for the story rather than their context to it because right. they take the most extreme where the cops are always wrong and sometimes I agree. But that's the point of the body camera. Now right. we've got the footage. These people are always going to have their narrative. But if it's just a pen and paper story as opposed to footage where I can see that the guy did charge him, then that helps the cop. If we have it and it shows that the guy was just like a few of them have where he's not even coming close to charging him and they just shoot him, then that helps hold accountability. Right. I mean, so, it's really hard to be against it. I know that there's money, but you guys are buying tanks, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, I completely I completely agree with you. So I just thought I thought when I saw that that this is a story that this is a story that we're gonna that we're gonna bring light to because nobody else did. Literally the entire yeah. the entire week It was con- trending on con- my bar for like four hours and then I saw it it was yeah. it went away. Conservative media was doing a at least my observation over the last week was conservative media was the lead story everywhere was the donald trump jr emails the next story on conservative media was healthcare and a little bit on cnn and i don't watch msnbc so i don't know i actually Um, do a decent amount but i um but you know this this to me was a story that should have been put in there like these things should be highlighted when when justice fails like we have to hold ourselves accountability as a, as right. accountable as a community. Um, and letting him out is good. And, and we should aspire to, yeah. Like, unless they actually have some sort of accountability, then justice still hasn't been right. served. And what? And you know what's going to happen? They're going to sue. Not going to. Well, yeah. they're going to sue, or and then they're going to settle, and they're going to get a bunch of money. But Taxpayer that, money. But that doesn't that doesn't take care of the 21 years lost. It doesn't take care of the, or it, it doesn't bring back the fact that you had a, a pregnant pregnant girlfriend or whatever who, and your daughter never saw you not in jail. Like that, that's messed up. Um, that doesn't bring that back and they owe him that. So for being wrong, they owe him that. Um, Remember, government doesn't have any money. They have the people's money. So it doesn't matter to them if they pay out 30, 30 million. It's just like, okay, right. So, you know, anyway. Accountability. For it. That's a good <laughs> boss. Um, That's right. So anyway, and now we'll, we'll get into the last one, which we, which I've, you and I have talked about off off the show uh, tons of times, but we'll go into this monument story. So, oh, yeah. Um, do you want to set it up while you're in the middle of a right. drink? <laughs> Joking. So basically. So you put people on the spot. Right. So from the clip, they really started off with Dylan Roof and the um, shooting at the Mm. black church. And basically the direct result of that was Nikki Haley 
getting rid of the Confederate flag flying on government grounds. Right. Since then, also, there's been, I think they cited 60 um, public monuments. So mon- monuments that are basically cared for and updated and by public means. Mm-hmm. Uh, 60 of them have been removed. Yes. And we live in St. Louis, and we had a statue. Yes. That was in Forest Park, and that has been removed. It has been, and there was a big, there was a big fight about it, um, which I'm sure is the case in all of these, yeah. in all of these states. But um, so it was interesting because, so in the clip that that we played, it talks about how the. Um, Civil War History Museum or whatever is footing the bill for the removal. Well, mm-hmm. the fight was not was about the fact that they weren't trying to. They right. were trying. <laughs> they were basically like, "We're going we'll take it and we'll transport it for you for free." Yeah. But the quarter million dollars that it cost to dig it up, that's on the taxpayer. Right. And St. Louis was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not happening. We'll get, <laughs> we'll dig it up. But if we dig it yeah. up, we're putting it, we're keeping it. Like we're not just yeah, giving we're just it. Like, get rid of it. We're not giving it to you right. because." This is so ours now. There, now there were a lot of places. Um, there's like a bat. I don't think it's a battlefield. I think it's like a there's a museum or something close to Jefferson Barracks. But Jefferson Barracks falls in St. Louis County, so they yep. were asking for it too, which is a much shorter distance to transport it. Right. And St. Louis County was like, no, we're not because it's in the county. We don't want it displayed in the county. That's yeah. the issue. So, so rather than debating the merits of any specific case whether it's you know the new orleans or the the st louis um Mm -hmm. let's just talk about the bigger issue there um what are your what are your feelings on civil war monuments monuments. because i think i think it's good to talk about both of them um i think when you talk about when you look at what nikki haley did with bringing the flag down off off state it's called the property. rebel flag for a reason. Right. I think that's it a against... I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think I don't think taxpayer money should just like I don't think no. you can be whatever religion you want, but just like you don't want a Quran hanging out <laughs> right. when you walk into <laughs> right. City Hall, like right. people don't want crosses there either. And in 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 the same way, like sorry guys that are gonna tell me that this is your heritage while it might be <laughs> your heritage lost that yeah. c- that flag is a defeated flag on and, any public grounds i agree and with that is very very much viewed through a racist lens as well and while it may not always be right while they may not always be fair that's now what it has it in the public perception mm-hmm. even with white people with black people with pretty much Americans in this day and age, they view that flag as racist. Now, there are going to be people out there that are shouting at their radios right now yeah. that we are wrong, that they know people the in Jamal the South do down do in the South that, that <laughs> right. loves Who's the flag, with it. And, and that's cool. On a case-by-case basis, yeah, I'm sure that there are... The, there might even have you seen Chappelle's show? There's probably black yeah. racists out there that, you know, <laughs> uh, blind guys. Um, right. But... Right in that trap music. Right. Um, People who know history know that the Civil War was fought for more than just slavery, that there was a lot of factors going into it. Right. However, most people don't know history. And right. Again, I don't try to fault everyone for that because that's, that's something you have to look into. Well, right. And that's what you're – I mean, that's basically what you're taught. When you're, when yeah, you're, when you're growing, growing up, up in school, they're like, Civil War, it's just the overview. Yeah, it was about slavery. Right. And then that's it. And yeah. it makes sense because they were slaves. And so, you, yes. you know, that's what people do. But so I understand that people who say this is my heritage, okay, I'm fine with that. However, not on state 
or public grounds. Right. And I think that that's obvious. And when it comes to the monuments themselves, why weren't they removed after this, the Civil War? I mean, <gasps> that's the first thing they do. <laughs> um, they basically were conquered. You know, they, they rebelled, and then they were conquered back. Right. The first thing you do is you tear down the monuments. That's right. what everyone does in, right. in, in We've war. We've talked about it. Uh, on, I don't know why they did on several episodes too. I mean, that is save what, face or create good. That's sentiment. what Hitler did, right? Yeah, and then that's tear it what, all down. and then that's what the Allies did when they went into Nazi Germany. They right. took everything down. Like does we Saddam Hussein's statue isn't still in Iraq. Like, <laughs> right. That's what you do. You take right. it down. Um, those are the people that were tearing those. Right, down too, I get that, but, but yeah, same thing. But it's a conquered government that's gone right. now, and we're going to not keep the. No, we're not going to keep that those. brings our statue into. To, direct focus too because if you looked at the actual statue it was like a guy and two little kids yeah like this but it's supposed to be a confederate thing like that clearly to me doesn't point to slavery that's just like hey this is where we live and this is what's happening well i yeah i guess but it's synonymous now now if it says if it's anything confederate it is racist and i don't think that that's actually true i don't think that's well and i don't think it's fair i walked i can't tell you many times i've been into forest park i've never noticed it and if i did i was like hey there's a statue of some kids right and that's it like that's not what i think of yeah i what i don't think is i don't think it's fair like i do understand the flag and i'm good with the flag not yeah. being on on state ground so like we can agree on that i don't think it's fair to say that because this guy is wearing a confederate um coat in this statue yeah. that he was a racist you don't i, I right. mean even if there's maybe he just lived he, in alabama there, and they're like hey and even if he was even if there's historical evidence that he was a slave owner yeah. and that even if there's historical writings that and he's dropping <laughs> inbounds all over the place like it's history right it is history and I'm we did museums getting it and while i agree that when you conquer something, you tear it down. I understand why they didn't because yeah. these are Americans still. Yeah. Um, I also don't think that the city should have to pay for it or that the museum should have to pay for it. I think that that's something you should be able to write off as a donation. You've donated to the museum. Yeah. I don't understand why it's an issue about money anyway. Yeah. I think that's something the federal government could spend money right. on. It's not wasted. But I don't, but I don't think that I don't necessarily think that, I don't at all think that it should be erased. I do think that it would be better served in a museum, but yeah. I do think that when it does come to the financial thing, because it isn't a tax write-off, right. that it does have to be considered. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes you don't have just, a lot of money unless you're living in a city where, because like, last time I checked and walked through Forest Park, nobody was standing around that statue going, "What oh the my God!" Fuck? <laughs> like there, it wasn't. Like, no one knew there, it existed. I tell you, I can't right. tell you times I walked by it. I never noticed. There wasn't. There wasn't like this ongoing fight that this thing shouldn't be there. It was like a couple months ago we heard a story that they were talking about removing it, and then it became. Then it a became thing. extremely racist uh, and, and a horrible thing. But it. But and I, to me, I didn't even hear that. I heard, in fact, I heard more of the. Now again, when I'm working during the days, I usually have conservative radio on, and I right. listen to it that way. And then usually when I get home, I watch liberal media on TV or more liberal media on TV, um, just to get the both sides of it. And so, uh. but what I heard um, were mostly I heard very little of people saying we're opposed to this statue. I heard a lot more of people saying we're opposed to it being taken down. Yeah. Um, well, there were people that were because, and I kind of understand that. Like if I look at it on just a financial level, mm-hmm. like 
if that's coming out of my tax money, then I'm kind of opposed to being, take, being taken down too because who is it hurting? Like, yeah. it, it wasn't hurting anybody. And me too. I just like you monuments. Lost, like, monuments beautify any, plus, any place around when it. they did remove it, they found a time capsule. Now, that's cool shit. That is cool shit, like, though. So, you Maybe know, it's worth even it, more, bro. Right. It, <laughs> right. It just <laughs> paid knows? for the removal it's of crazy. the statue. It's who like knew? it wanted to be removed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is like just a note in there that like the put me back <laughs> <laughs> the first debit card ever like you guys are going to be right. fucked in 100 years. <laughs> um, so I don't know, but I, I just think that that's an interesting story and I think that people that get worked up about it, I think that we had a good conversation about it. I think yeah. there's a lot of people that get way too aggressive on it. And especially when you're trying to 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 state the history. Right. And they just don't want to hear it. Like right. they're like, "No, it didn't happen that way." And you're like, "Oh, buddy, well, but it did." But it did. Like so, you know, and I think that I I just to me this is an issue where if you find yourself on an extreme, you're extremely pissed that they're getting removed or you're extremely pissed that they're there. Yeah. Like, calm down. Take a look in the mirror. Come, <laughs> come back to the middle and join the rest of us because, right. like, it's an interesting conversation. And I yeah. agree with you that, like, this would have been a better conversation for 150 years ago when yeah. they won. This actually happened. Um, yeah. If you're on either polar end of it, you've got to play devil's advocate and try to find that middle ground because right. it's there. And if you're, you're just not looking for it, if you're at, this side or that side. We said side. that twice in this episode. Did we really? Ping. Dropping it. Oh, self, self advertising. I just had a button right here. <laughs> <laughs> you should be like, applause. The crowd goes wild. So anyway, I think that's it, yeah, I think that's a good place to leave it for the week. So yeah. um, remember, we we talked about it earlier in the episode. Mitch won't be here next week. Nope, I'll be um, catching those rays. Right, and not uh, at Comic Con. God damn it! <laughs> fucked it all up. Right, so. Uh, Mitch won't be here. I will still be doing an episode. I'll put it up on uh, on iTunes and Google. Um, obviously, the, the Facebook page will be active all week, too, so you can check in with us there. Um, make sure to like and subscribe for all the latest comment, all the links and uh, to the topics discussed will be will be linked to in the comment section mm-hmm. um, on, on all of these on all of these platforms and whatnot. So. Um, you have anything else to nope. add before you leave me in crappy ass, <laughs> humid, one hundred and three degree right. Missouri, and take off to Cali? Cali, son. I think no. What? I'm going to be dropping some stuff live while I'm on the beach. Other than that, I think that uh, bitches are going to come back like an uber liberal. <laughs> like no, I'll dude, talk to some dudes, like, man. Here's the thing, dude. I got into like paleo and veganism, <laughs> <laughs> and debt is awesome. Yeah, Let's, right. do <laughs> Let's do it, man. Um, so anyway, all right. Well, on that note, thanks for listening. And here, of course, is your alternative fact of the week. This would not be the way you would assume that a president of the United States would greet a first lady uh, of another country. I think if you read between the lines here, honestly, Anderson, what he is saying is for a 64-year-old woman, you look pretty good.